Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Level Up with Gal podcast show where you're able to show up as your true authentic self and learn how to level up in your life. Today, we have a lovely, beautiful guest. Please welcome Renee to the show. Hi, Renee. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Gal? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. So I'm super excited to dive in with you today and to shift gears and to talk about a different topic that my listeners have not heard about yet. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Renee. Absolutely. So my name is Renee Mulrennan. I am in the mortgage industry. I've been in the industry for four years. I started my career in direct um, direct lending, and that's when you only work with limited products. So it's your basic conventional FHA, VA, and MISHTA. And I decided that I needed more for my clients because my husband's self-employed. So I sought out last year to work for a broker and I have loved it ever since because I have more possibilities for my clients. So it's great because you're not, you don't have just the basic guidelines of, I do the basics, but I also do more because I have investors too. So it's absolutely phenomenal to work with. Mm, I love that. So tell us a little bit about your journey of how you got to where you are now. Did you, were you always in the mortgage industry or what did you do a little bit before this? No, um, I actually started my career when I was 20. I was um, in finance, but in a different realm. Mm. And in 2015, I decided I wanted to buy a house. Well, I did not pay in my student loans. I had late payments. And if you know anything about mortgages, they do not like make late, pay- late payments mm-hmm. or you missing them. So I had to correct that. And my credit score was in the low 500s at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had to rebuild I had to get out of debt myself, save up some money. And before I turned 30, I was 25 at the time I started. Before I turned 30, I went gung-ho and decided I was going to buy a house. Mm. So at 29 years old, I I took a little bit longer than normal because I'm a single income household. So I took a little bit longer than normal to get myself out of debt, get myself. I went to a 780 credit score, which was insane from the low 500s and it was a lot of work, but it was doable. And so it gave me the passion to help people and get in the industry. And when I learned that they're like, oh yeah, if they don't qualify, just tell them they don't qualify right now and have a good day. And I'm like, no, people need direction. Mm. So I decided to take a different avenue to where I could help people and say, hey, we got this going on right now. These are the next steps for us. And it's not just you're there for a short period of time. You're there with them through the entire thing for them to get them to where their goals are. Mm, I love that. So it's like you're a helping hand from long, as long as you've known it, right? And look at where you're at now. So I love that so much. So tell us a little bit more, you know, what makes, like you're, you're talking about, um, you know, helping them through the whole process. What makes what you do a little bit different than what most of us are used to when we go through the mortgage process? And it's kind of like, here you go, and then that's it. Right. So when I first started in the mortgage process, it was, they were gung-ho on sales. Like just sell, just sell, just get them to sign. You're good to go. And what transitioned me over to working where I work now was education. So getting that client on the phone, explaining why you have to have one to two months savings accounts, explaining what to do after a mortgage closes, how an escrow account works, what it's for, just more or less taking the basics and making them simplified for clients and making them understand the entire process. A big misconception I'm hearing nowadays is um, 
some like people are getting into the market and they're like hearing all this oh you don't need any money to buy a house you do and that is a big misconception there is a thing called an earnest money deposit so when you go look at a home an earnest money deposit is your commitment to the seller that you're purchasing the home and that can be anywhere from $500 up to however much you feel comfortable to let the buyer know that you're serious on purchasing the property and a lot of people don't realize that that's something you have to do. A lot of people don't realize that you have to pay out of pocket for an inspection. A pre-inspection is within so many days of the contract being accepted. And it tells you the breakdown is the home safe. Is there anything about the home that can be a big expense down the road for you? And then there's also an appraisal, which you have to pay up front too. And people aren't educated on that. So it's taking the basics of buying a home, breaking it down, why it's good for people, and then why you need to be set up and you can't just be living check to check either. So after closing, I set all my clients up with a financial advisor. I do the introduction to them. That way they know how to build that emergency account, build up that retirement and maintain a successful life, especially when you're working with someone that doesn't qualify at first. You want to educate them and keep educating them. And that's outside of my realm is after the fact, but mm -hmm. that's where I hook them up with the right professional for everything. Wow. That's so amazing. Cause I'm like, that didn't, I, that did not happen to me through my process. So incredible that you do that for your clients. Right. Wow. So if someone reached out to you, right, it was like, Hey, Renee, you know, help me with my mortgage, but then I don't have a real estate agent. I don't know what to do. Can you help connect them? Absolutely. So I do work with, uh, I do work with a network of agents, so I get to know my clients some more. That way I can set them up with the right agent. So it depends on where they're looking at. Some agents want to stay in their little realm because mm -hmm. that's the market they know. They can they know how to negotiate that market. And then I have some clients that I have a client right now that I actually introduced him to a female agent, realizing that he prefers to work with a male agent. So it's starting to just process of elimination. So now I, out of that, I created a system to find out who's going to be best for them and ask some questions up front. That way I can refer them to the correct person that would work the best with them. Wow. Look at that. So it's like, go to you and you're going to help connect the pieces, you know, to who they, they need. Right. So let's say, for example, someone's like, Marnie, I don't know what I'll, I can be qualified for. How do I know what loan's best for me? Can you help them with that as well? Absolutely. So every loan program is different. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be based off a credit score and it's going to be based off of other debts that you have. Mm -hmm. Other debts are consisted of credit cards, student loans, personal loans, and car payments. That's the main things that a factor into your debt or even co-signing for other people. We're going to see that on your credit report. So it's important that you maintain that good credit and constantly pay everything on time. Mm -hmm. And also the other key factor about credit is, so when you have a credit card that's, um, say for instance, it's a $2,000 limit, you don't want to have over $600 charged to it because if you have over 33% utilization, it drops your credit score. Because mm -hmm. it shows that you have high utilization on your credit cards. So basically you want to like eliminate that down and get under the sweet spot. Mm. Yeah. So look at you're helping them improve their credit score too. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So you have so much education or you know about mortgages and like who to connect who with. And you know, how did you get so educated and what did you go through to get you to where you are? 
Yeah, that that's a great question. So I started my career at Saginaw Valley and I were I was gonna go into international finance. Mm. And my program started changing two years into the program. So I swapped out and I moved back home and I went to Walsh Business School. Mm. And I ended up getting a triple bachelor's from Walsh. I have a marketing and management and finance degree. Mm. That way I know how to help people out. So the management comes into knowing how the tactics to manage money. The finance comes into the money. Mm-hmm. And then the marketing is also teaching people about the programs. Mm-hmm. So you got to know how to market the programs for the correct client. Mm-hmm. So it all came into play when I finally got done with it. And I was trying to figure out what to do with my career, which is where I landed in financial advising. Mm-hmm. And I was in the back office with client relationship management. And I discovered I didn't want to be behind the scenes. I wanted to be in front of clients. Mm. I love that. And that awareness, like I don't belong in the back of the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And with your, with your bubbly personality too, it makes so much sense. Like you belong out there helping people, you know, helping them figure out what the heck they want or what can they get and what they can qualify for. Right. Cause so many times I'll hear people say like, I don't, I'm not going to buy a house because I don't think I can qualify for anything, but if someone's mm-hmm. unsure, could they just reach out to you? Like, Hey, Renee, can you just maybe help put me in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely when a client reaches out to me and they're not ready yet, we create what's called a game plan saying, hey, we got to pay down this debt or hey, we got to save up this much. I So what I like to do is I like to do self-realization with the client. Mm-hmm. I basically take a client, tell them to take their bank statements and tell me where their money's spent. And the reason for that is they start realizing where their spending habits are and then they self-correct them. Mm. like I have one that I just closed on her loan two weeks ago and her favorite thing was Grubhub oh wow and so I asked her why and she goes because it's easy I'm busy and I swapped her into doing a meal prep company that sends you pre-prep meals that all you gotta do is warm them up right and it became cheaper for her because $70 in Grubhub turned into $70 for 10 meals Yes. So it was kind of cool because I was able to locate her with another small business locally that she got to support instead of an online business. And she got to support them and she had healthy meals. And she goes, my, she goes, I feel so much better about myself. I'm eating so much better. And -hmm. it was just finding out that she didn't have time. Mm -hmm. So she was doing what's easier, but it took that $70 for one meal and turned it into 10. Wow. Look at that. So you're not only helping people like buy homes, you're changing their life. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That's so amazing. And you p- helped her with a local company Like you don't hear that often. And people are just like, yeah, use this code. So I get a discount, you know, that's what I hear a lot, but it doesn't matter where they're from. So it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love getting to know you more because then I was like, wow, I didn't know you do that and that too. So tell us a little bit something about the mortgage um, industry that most people wouldn't no. What's a tip of something in the mortgage industry? Be like, hmm, wow, if I knew that, it would have made my process and my life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. So a good tip about the mortgage industry is most people feel like they need 20% down to buy a home. Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, now, that would be more towards a self-employment person that shows very little income and in tax returns. Yes, they're going to need 20% down, but typically a client needs, we got a program right now, I don't know how long it's going to be around for. It it's 1% down conventional. We have 3% down conventional for first-time home buyers. 
If you're a second time home buyer, it's 5%. And then we got another program that no matter when you buy it, it's 3.5%. That's based off of lower credit or first time home buyers with a lot of debt. That program is great. But also in Northern Michigan, we have the 0% down program in the rural areas, which is awesome. So it just depends on what the client qualifies for, where their credit's at, how much debt load do they have, how much student loan debt do they have. So there's just a lot of factors into it that people don't see. Like someone can call us with a 700 credit score, but have high debt. So we have to put them in the program that requires 3.5% down. Or for instance, they have high credit and low debt, then they qualify for 3% down. So it's just going to vary where they're at. Mm, makes total sense. Yeah. And the way you just explained it too, it's like, okay, I get it. You know, because sometimes we're afraid of industries we don't understand. So we're like, I'm not going to do anything at all. So with, with your clients, can they be anywhere in like in the U.S. or is it only Michigan base? Michigan and Florida for me. Okay. Michigan and Florida. Okay. So everyone listening. If they're looking in our state, I can definitely hook them up with a loan officer there because I have relationships throughout the entire United States mm. that I work with that I can definitely hook them up with somebody that I like, know, and trust to mm. take care of them. I love that. So do, do you work with only certain, you know, age groups or is it anyone or anybody that wants to buy a home? Anybody. Wow. My most recent client was a veteran that's retiring, moving here from Virginia. Um, so he was working with a loan officer that told him that he had too many credit polls. When I started digging into the situation, it wasn't the credit polls that were affecting him. Yeah. And he discovered on what it is and he had no idea how to get him in the bank statements because his banks were out of state. I went and met up with him, sat down with him for three hours, walking him through his online accounts, how to pull everything I needed. And him and his wife were thanking me as soon as I left because wow. I took the time and the patience and they're in their seventies. Right. Most people want to do that. So that's amazing. They're, yeah. They're moving back towards family. They want to be with their grandkids or kids. So. Wow. Oh, you're so kind-hearted. Like everyone's like, everyone just go to Renee, whether you want to live here or not, or you want to live in a different state. And I love that you have contacts out of Michigan and you can connect them with whoever to help them in their process. Right. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while, right? And what's one thing that you wish you knew when you first started that you know now? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm probably trying to think about this one. That one. <laughs> yeah, no, Raj, yeah, take your time. It's just like, hmm, what, what now? It would make you know makes your life easier. Um, goodness. Yeah. Besides being more knowledgeable, because we know that you definitely have more knowledge and experience. Yeah. What confidence! Mm. So like, when you first get into it, you get um. So a lot of people are like, so when clients talk to you, like I had a one client when I first started, I remember this like the back of my, the mm -hmm. back of my hand. So I had a client that came to me, they had to work on credit. We got them working on credit and she kept arguing with me about the loan program. And I said, this is what we qualify for at this time. Lo and behold, before we signed it was, this was when in 2020 when interest rates were low. She wanted to get a lower rate. She didn't like the loan program because it was FHA and FHA had mortgage insurance and they had, they've lived in their house for a while, but they had a lot of debt and her husband did not pay on a credit card. 
Mm -hmm. And what happened was the late payment dropped their credit from qualifying. Wow, no way. If she would have just signed the papers in the beginning, got the cash out she needed to pay off her debt, we would have been fine. But she kept wanting to get her credit up and thought in her mind that she could qualify for a better program because that's what she hears. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about what you hear on media. It's about what you specifically qualify for at that time. Mm -hmm. And it just might be a temporary fix too. It could be just, it's a temporary loan program. And it's just something to get you where you need to be at the time. And it can be fixed down the road with you repairing your credit, getting everything under wraps, but they ended up not qualifying and not being able to do anything. Wow. And when you have more than um, a couple of late payments, you've got to wait. Yeah. And that's when you divorce your husband. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but she was so upset. And I remember that. I just remember the conversation of her saying, this is what I qualify for. And it's like, they don't realize how much licensing we go through. We go through a whole 40 hour class on top of hours of studying to get them there. And then we have individual state tests on top of that to know all about the, the, the overlays for the state. We have to know in and out of everything. And that's something that people don't realize is they get in their head, they hear something and they don't realize that there's more to it than what they hear and see. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Talk about process, right? All of a sudden you qualify for anything. How yeah. heartbreaking. Well, you're borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars. They have to make sure that you're in a good spot. Right. And then you make your payment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, I can only imagine how she felt when you had to tell her that. Oh my gosh. Did you ever hear from her again? Or were they able to help her qualify for something else? Um, I ended up hearing from her six months, but we still had to wait one year. We couldn't do anything for an entire year. Oh my, I hope her husband paid on that credit card. I have no idea. (laughs) Wow. So you probably have clients from all like walks of life then, right? Different ages, different like uh, backgrounds. So what would you say is your favorite kind of clients? Is it the ones with like the great credit scores and has all their stuff lined up? It's hard to say about a favorite client. I just like helping everyone from turning into renters into homeowners. And it's really hard to even say because I've done over a couple thousand mortgages. I'm just shy, just shy of 3,000 now, 3,000 families helping them out. And I've never seen one of them alike. Really? How cool is that? Like credit's not alike, debt to income's not alike, income's not alike. And it's just crazy because even the houses that they buy in, even down to the taxes they pay on a house, nothing's ever been alike. Wow. What a, what a fun industry to be in. No wonder you like it so much. (laughs) And I'm sure all personalities are very different too, right? The people you work with. Yeah. Well, very, very cool. So tell us a little bit about the process, right? Let's say we reach out to you. Hey, Renee, you know, I don't really know what to do. So what would be the first thing you would help someone to get started in the process? I would ask them their goals. So what are your goals? And then the second question is, what areas are you looking to buy in? Because then that's going to give me an idea on the taxes on, in the area mm-hmm. and what type of area it's going to be. And it also gives me an idea if there is down payment assistance available in that area. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them have to do off of area media income. Mm-hmm. So it allows me to get a feel for that. And then from there, I ask about your employment. How long have you been at your employer? Tell me a little bit more about yourself. And I just let the client talk and I take notes. Mm. And then we go into assets because you have to have like reserves. You have to have money in the bank and everything. So then we go from there. 
And then we just keep transitioning over into everything. And I have them fill out the online application. And then we just review everything together. Mm-hmm. That way we see where they're at and I get to fill in the holes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when filling out an application, there's holes because people just won't fill in a box because they don't know what to answer. But it's easier when we have that conversation for me to go through and fill everything in to make sure nothing's missed. Mm. So you literally do hold their hand, help them through the whole process until the finish line. Right. Oh, I like that so much. So you mentioned earlier, you know, one thing that you have more now than you did when you first started was confidence. So what do you feel helped you the most? Was it mentors, courses that helped you build that confidence or the experience you went through? Yeah. So it's more experience. And then it's surrounding yourself with people that want to encourage education. And not only do they encourage education, but they encourage you to constantly go to trainings and keep up with the markets, keep up with the programs, because every time there's a new program, I'm getting an email on it. And the minute I get an email, I'm signing up for that first training Mm -hmm. because I want to know more about it because I had a client today. Um, I've been with her for six months, self-employment, love it. Mm -hmm. Everyone's unique. And yesterday a program came out and how everything changed. It helped me qualify her for the better. Wow. I already had it qualified and approved, but it qual- it helped me qualify her even better mm. than before. Wow. How amazing is that? And you mentioned different programs, right? So do you guys like roll out different like special programs or qualifications at certain times? Absolutely. Um, we don't do it. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and FHA, VA, they're the ones that roll out the programs. We just roll with it. Ah, gotcha. That's so good to know. Yeah. When I have not known that. So people listening get to realize that things can change. And if you're not ready yet, maybe the deal could be better later down the road. Or there could be a grant program, down payment assistance program, Mm -hmm. and the funds can run out. Mm. They can run out. And I don't want to tell someone, hey, this is what you qualify for at this time. Hey, these are what available now. Mm. I can't guarantee that they'll be available when you're ready. Gotcha. Oh, I like that. You're very honest and clear and direct, right? Like, Hey, this is what you qualify for. You may not qualify for in six months because they may not exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Or they just come out with a new program to replace it or something new and something better might come out and you never know. You don't Mm -hmm. know. Like we don't know about rates. We did not know that we were going to have four rate hikes this year. We didn't know that. Yeah. So how do you keep yourselves up to par and knowing all the different rates, all the different programs. And it seems like it changes a lot. Yeah. So we get emails on it every day. I get an email on everything, but I have what's called a pricing, pricing quote simula- simulator where I punch in the client's um, client credit score, name, the whole nine yards. So then I can price out and get a rate for the day, but the rate can change. I've even seen the rate. I remember in 2020, the rate changed seven times in one day. What? I had someone that did not lock their loan. And when they decided they called me back, I'm like, it's not available anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, the market changed. And that's something that we have no control over. Wow. Wow. How wild is that? That's a matter of minutes. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Well, thank you so much for bringing so much insight in like into this episode. What's one piece of advice, anything that comes to mind, whether it's about mortgages, a life, anything that you want to share with the listener? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the one thing, the one advice I have to give everybody is 
ask questions, reach out to a professional, don't rely on Google, because right now there are a lot of misconceptions on Google when it comes to mortgages. Mm -hmm. And there are things that are out there that are not available yet that are talked about. Mm -hmm. And so people will read about them thinking they're available and then they're not, and then they get upset. Mm. And it's like, reach out to the professionals. Don't rely on Google. Like Google is not a doctor either. That's so true. <laughs> well, I love that so much. Great advice. Ask, right? Ask professional, not just ask because you can just ask Google. And yeah, I just heard that the other day. Like Google, like WebMD is not your doctor. <laughs> And your dad is not your inspector on your house either. Right. That is so true. Oh my gosh. So tell all the listeners how they can find you and get in touch with you. If they're interested to get to know you more. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Renee Mulrennan. I'm with Simple Home Lending. I'm located on Hall Road in Macomb. And my number is 586-770-6520. Awesome. Thank you so much, Renee, for your time, for your insight, your knowledge, and how much you brought to the table today. I learned a lot too. I was like, oh, I didn't know all that happened. So I appreciate you so much and for your time. And I'll make sure I list your info to make it easier for the listeners in case they want to find you because I know how people are. If it's too hard, they're not going to reach out. Right, exactly. Yeah. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you for your time.